welcome back, everybody, to another fun-filled episode of the We Are Adult Show, brought to you by Hoppyhead Productions. I'm your host, Sean. Other host, Danny. How are you, man? Oh, man, I'm just, uh... Like, the weather out here is, like, weird. So I'm, like... Hot and like... then it's cold, it lasts and then no. Well, it's like, it's like winter weather right now, so I, I mean... Apparently, global warming, like global warming, is just changing the seasons because it's supposed to be hot, and I'm enjoying it, and it's gonna suck when it's not. <laughs> so you enjoying that, uh, the sixty degree temperatures? Yeah, I mean it's almost like sweater weather, as some people would say. Not me, <laughs> but only douchebags. Sweater weather. <laughs> oh, gotta hide those gains and those big old sweaters. Exactly. Because <laughs> they're not in the right places. <laughs> oh, man. So, you know, we were kind of talking before about the whole COVID vaccine and stuff. And I read that one of the potential side effects for being um, having caught COVID for dudes is um, erectile dysfunction. Boom. Well, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there you go. Every reason you needed to get vaccinated. Right. It's just going to suck if it's like, because like the, the COVID, the COVID uh, messing up the blood, not just to your lungs, but to your uh, penis too. You're going to have to get some of that wrestling podcast sponsored, sponsoring uh, Blue Chew, the only uh, gum that's also a penile enhancement pill that's approved by the FDA that you can like basically fill out some questions to an online doctor and they'll ship it to you for free. If you just enter podcast code, Cold Cabana, or um, uh, whatever Bruce Pritchard's podcasts are, there's like a bunch of them. Yeah. <laughs> if, you need, if you enjoy gum and want to get your dick hard, just listen to wrestling podcasts. I'm sure you'll find at least every single one of them will have at least some point the sponsor of Blue Chew. It's weird. It's <laughs> like gum and hard dicks. That way, after... You know, after some drinks, you get some chew on your bubble gum, get your breath freshly minted, and then boom, you're ready to go downstairs. Boom. Well, I mean, it makes it makes wrestling both less and more awkward because then it's like, <laughs> dude, your breath stinks. <laughs> <laughs> but at least you don't have an erection. It's like you, you get the choice of stinky breath and no erection, or fresh breath and their gun poking into your hip. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your gun, or are you just happy to see me? Is that a pack of gum in your pocket? No, the gum's in my mouth. That's what I got in my pocket. Ah! 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 Help! <laughs> the bad man is after me. Trust me, it's all you. Not you. <laughs> oh, man, so what are you drinking today, Sean? <sighs> I... I'm going to drink a beer that's going to put me to sleep, obviously. Um, so, from Martin House Brewing Company uh, out in Fort Worth, Texas, I am drinking the Lady Marmalade. It's a whiskey barrel-aged imperial orange sour with lactose, coming in at 10% ABV. That sounds like a, a reference to a... Is it 
Christina Aguilera song? I can't remember if she sang it or if the whole cast did from that movie that they were in that was also a musical that was in Chicago. Mm-hmm. It's got like a, it's got like some interesting cover art. So yeah, I wonder if it's a reference to that musical burlesque. Yeah, that had like Christina Aguilera and other people that can sing and were um, willing to be scantily clad on stage and sing. <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah, so it's got orange peel, orange juice, and orange puree. And it's uh, been aged four to five months on whiskey barrels. So, do you smell the whiskey? Is it strong? It's just it's. I I feel like it's strong because of the like imperial. Like it's definitely like in your face, and the orange is very strong. Okay, so you're not, but you're not just getting like pure like like you just opened a bottle of whiskey. No, um, it's definitely got, I feel like it's one of those things, like, after the, like, now I'm on my third sip, like, and now everything's kind of come, it's all coming together now. All the flavors, they're all, it's it's a party now, it's not a fist fight. <laughs> like, um, you know, the lactose just gives it that sweetness that you need to cut, that cuts the acidity. And you see, so you got like this nice orangey flavor in there, and then some nice notes from the the whiskey barrel. It's uh, it's it's pretty damn solid, very enjoyable. Nice. This, yeah. So this is definitely like I'm surprised, and it came in a can. It's not even out of a bottle, which is the other part that kind of threw me off a little bit. So yeah, but... it's there's a lot of um, a lot of brewers. Um, are breaking like I don't know if promises or threats were made where it was like like stones like one of the ones that come to mind where they're like we're not making fizzy yellow beers hey have you guys tried our latest new beer it's a fizzy yellow beer <laughs> but the other one a lot of a lot of and some breweries are like we're never making an IPA like the brewery and then they made the brewery um off they made well they have the brewery Taru for their sours and then they made offshoot brewing company which is mm-hmm. you know doesn't actually have the word brewery in it so they can but that's where they make their IPAs. So they can be like, see, the brewery's not making IPAs. Yeah. And then the other one is a lot of brewers saying that they would never put stuff in cans. Who can... yeah, that doesn't part that doesn't matter. Wow, they actually have a lot they have a couple different versions of this one. This actually might be a place to go to. Where is it located? It is in Fort Worth, Texas. So oh. that's the only problem. You gotta go to Texas. I mean, there's already a brewery in Texas that my wife wants to go to. <laughs> oh, the goats. The, the goats. goats. And then I found out there's a place I haven't told her yet, because I want to wait till we get fully vaccinated. And then I think the next appointment, the next schedule is June 12th, and we have plans that day, so we'll have to figure out some point after. But there's a place like a nor- little bit north of LA, kind of probably closer to like Malibu area. Okay. That's, you can go up and do a two-hour goat brunch. Wow. That's pretty fancy. Yeah, goat cheeses and different things. So she likes she likes the charcuterie boards with the cheeses and meats, and then she also likes baby goats. So the baby goats, exactly. <laughs> Meh. Yeah, you could only get um, if you're not in Texas. The only way to get their beer is either you know somebody in Texas or off a of Tavor, based off their. That's what their website says. Okay. Um. 
this beer guy that I follow on social media, he's a uh, his um he uh, posted he sent he does email updates too like beer news stuff and he sent out a thing and it was like the one beer club you want to join, and it seems cool if you get like six beers, and then every week like once a month and then like once a like you get so it's once a month you get six beers but then they do a thing where like they actually like talk to the people that made the beer. And so you can, they'll talk about the stuff and what you're supposed to be tasting and whatever. Um, and then if you don't, and you, like they'll do it live. And if you can't make it to the live, then they release it as a podcast. So you can listen to it at your convenience. Mm-hmm. Except it's like $70 a month for six beers. Jesus. Yeah. That's a but lot it's, of fucking money. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's cool. Like I said, that, like, and I'm sure it's not like, but you're also paying for the experience of like, hearing about the beers and stuff. So it's not just like Tavor where the beers show up and they're like, all right, good luck. Enjoy, enjoy it. Yeah. When is, I'm trying to figure out this other flavor that they have. I can't tell. looks like a watermelon or something. It's like green. The can is a uh, green and red instead. So looks like they have some, they, they have some different flavors though. And they get, and they've definitely mess around with uh, different gozes and different sours. So, but they have a little bit of everything. Looks like pretty solid. I can imagine. It sounds good. Especially if like, that's their, like, uh, seem like their flagship uh, style where they just add the flavors to it. Mm-hmm. You don't want to make that to be, uh, you know, shitty. It's just a fruit sour. Okay, that's what it is. Okay. Easy enough. The, the other part is, too, is, like, it came in a box with um, two cans and the the box art is pretty awesome as well. So, so, but no, definitely worth getting. I mean, I would, I mean, I, if I ever see their stuff on Untapped, I definitely probably would get something else from them. On Tavor, not Untapped. <laughs> so, what about you, man? What are you drinking? Oh, man. I've been drink. I opened a beer I've been wanting to drink for a while. Did you and get even beer first- pressured into a beer? Well, I've had it for a while, and like, it, and I've gotten like not necessarily told to drink it a few times, but like, at least once. Um, it's like, dude, just um, open open it and drink it. I was like a family event, and I brought uh, more beers. I, so I'm burying the lead here a little bit. So the beer is from Core Brewing, an Arkansas friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamie and his uh, the head brewer Rodrigo sent me some beers. Yep. And the main like he sent me their like kettle sour that was like a blueberry pie that was pretty amazing we had on the show. And then they sent me two bottles of their barrel, barrel aged barley wine. And so I took a couple of the cans of the kettle sour to a family event for my wife's side of the family because that's her cousin is yeah. Jaime. Jaime. And so they liked the kettle sour and stuff and. So I sent I sent him a text message and saying, hey, I opened this up. Everyone says they like it, and they all say hi and whatever. And, and I said, I brought the barley one, but I don't think I'm going to open it. I don't think they can handle it. And he was like, drink it. Treat yourself. Drink it. Buy, drink, drink it. And I was like, all right. I was like, maybe later. And so <laughs> my, I opened – like I had to – it took me less time to open it because it's got heavy-duty um, wax seal on it. Jesus. Um, it says to keep cold, enjoy at room temperature – but is there um, – because I've had their – he sent me a bottle of the, the – I guess the the pure version, not the the uncut version. Now he sent me – this is the nitro version that's barrel-aged, and mm-hmm. 
uh, 12 months in Maker's Mark and four Roses barrels. And as soon as I like got the wax off and opened the cap, that smell of whiskey just hit my stomach. And I'm like, oh, I might be, this might not be an 11 o'clock in the morning beer. <laughs> you know what it is? It's an 11 o'clock in the morning beer now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's 11.22 now, so I've waited a little bit. So it's, 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 it's much closer to noon p.m. time. Uh, it, your Sundays just Sunday afternoons are just so delightful. Already had a beer or two. You're like ready to go. I know. <laughs> my, my wife's like, we should go. Like, if she wants to go out to eat and stuff, and I'm like, I'm like, all right, yeah. Where do you want to go? And she's like, trying to think, trying to figure out a place. And then she's like, oh yeah, wait, I have to drive home. Huh? And I'm like, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, it comes in at 14, percent and this is bottle number 190. And so this on Beer Advocate got a 93 out of 100. Nice. And another beer reviewer who um, is also basically just a meme lord. And like he was like trying to be, keep his identity secret. And then finally, I guess people started to somehow recognize him at events. And then he wanted to do a podcast. So he outed himself. Um, his name is Alex Kidd of uh, Don't Drink Beers and also the um, Malt Couture podcast. Um, <laughs> he gave a very high score rating talking about how he never thought he would um, – not only get a beer from Arkansas, but that he would enjoy it as much as he did. <laughs> he's like, he's like the, per, the, the, um, basically, no, I'm not saying he sol- solely is the one that did it, but he was one of the people at the forefront of pushing Barley Wines back into popularity with his, uh, the group Barley Wine is Life. Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. I'm proud of you, Jamie. But, You're putting Arkansas on the map. Oh. And their, their logo is a little wiener dog. <laughs> you can order merch, but I don't know if they ship it. I might have to tell uh, if they send me more beers that I want a like, shirt or a hat or something. I think a hat. Little wiener dog hat. Oh, man. So this, like I said, when I open it up, it just like almost like that smell of the bourbon just hit me. But when you drink it, oh, man, it's not there. Like, in a good way. There's a little bit of burn, but... Like you, it, you want to know you're drinking the burnt, like something that's barrel aged, but you, you don't want to like, you don't want it to punch you in the dick, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't want it to punch you in the dick like uh, that bubblegum or COVID. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to get, you don't want to take a dick shot like COVID does. Oh man, this is good. This is way better. Like it's got like the everyone talks about like how barley wines are supposed to have a like toffee, like almost like Rolo toffee caramelly type flavor yeah oh i can see why this scored so high oh man i wish i had more bottles of this and also um drank it at a better time than 11 o'clock in the morning <laughs> for for a shitty podcast for a super shitty podcast i was talking about uh, snack and like at work and i was like you know when i'm talking to people about stuff and i was like and i'll ask like hey uh, do you listen to podcasts they're like, why do you do one? And I'm like, well, I do, but I'm not going to recommend it to anybody. <laughs> I was going to recommend one that you might actually enjoy. <laughs> this one's way better. This one's way better. <laughs> they, they, they have money to make to pay somebody to do a lot of the bullshit work. Right? Or they just care? <laughs> something like that. Something, something dark side? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
So, speaking of caring... So, why don't we just skip to the anime and Destiny and end this shitty podcast? Well, because there's actually some funny <laughs> stories. There's a, there's a fucked up story, and then I got two, I got a funny, super funny story. This not Destiny or anime. <laughs> so, the fucked up story is, um, I'm part of this, um, uh, Discord for a beer podcast I listen to. You know, again, one that I recommend to people, the Four Brewers. Uh, met them in person. You know, they do their, um, they record their episodes over Twitch, so you can chat along with them, and if you make good points or make them laugh, they'll uh, read your comment on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Which I did a couple times, actually, yesterday, because, like, like this, the new series they're doing is um, the ABCs of beer, so each week they'll pick uh, three beers, I mean, three letters, so this was A, B, and C, so they picked a brewery for each letter, and next week is D, E, G, and that they're kind of figuring out breweries that started with D, E, or G. And I remember the ever-popular uh, brewery that had to change its name because it was called uh, Donkey Punch Brewing. <laughs> <laughs> so you said you told them uh, to use Donkey Punch Brewing? Yes. <laughs> it's like, hey, what about Donkey Punch? And then they saw it, they're like, uh, no, no. <laughs> Not, uh... they're oh, like, you... oh, God, I forgot about that place. <laughs> oh, so you made the show, huh? Yeah, I made a. There was a couple other references. Oh yeah, I called out one of the guys because I ran into him a couple weeks ago at Radiant Brewing, and he was like, "Dude, it's been over a year since I've drank beer in public out of a glass cup." You know, and he's like, and one guy was like, "What about Wicks?" He's like, "Did they have plastic cups or glass cups?" And then I was like, "What about Radiant?" Where I ran, you know, because I ran into him there, and he was like, "Oh yeah." Fuck, I called <laughs> out by uh, May Small in the chat for going to Radiant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, but they're all cool guys do you get they, to listen to it live then yeah they do like, it over twitch okay okay or Facebook. gotcha or yeah, yeah. or I, I think maybe youtube even but for sure yeah i think all three but for sure i watch it gotcha. on the twitch all right so they okay so they have a live version and then they post the recording under yes. normal podcast features got you Yes. So yeah, follow them on. Uh, they used to play that um, for a while. They were playing the division together too, but they stopped playing games. Mm. Oh man! But the fucked up story is there's this uh, Instagram user. Her handle is Rat Magnet, and I forgot exactly. I didn't see exactly what started it. Like basically, she was like, she uh, asked people to, like about their like harassment stories in the brewing industry and holy shit people came out in full force and not only were they like telling some jacked up stories but they were like people were like you know what screw it i'm naming names and so it seems to be like a common thread there's a few guys their names pop up more than once yeah you know and it's not just stories of like you know um mansplaining or like you know even i guess for to a worse extent but still not as horrendous of being like their stories of, you know, women being passed over as brewers because they can't lift the grain. Um, or because, you know, they just want to, like, they don't want like women in the beer brew area because they want to build a, you know, be boys will be boys in a dick, in the dickish way of the meaning of this phrase. Mm. But then there's other stories like women just being like flat out, like, like they're in the, um, cooler changing kegs and they turn around and like either a salesman or somebody from the brewery is just standing there with their dick out or like one got one person was saying that they're like the um, owner came up and was like hey 
My wife and I agree that you're pretty sexy. You want to have a threesome with us? Jeez. Or, like, women, like, being creeped out by a dude, going to the bathroom, and then when they come out of the stall, the dude's there and, like, tries to push them against the wall and kiss them. Wow, that's sexy. Yeah. In the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> At a brewery or a bar against your will. Mm. And, of course, you know, people were, like, making Instagram accounts just to, like, threaten her, too. You better get a lawyer. I'm suing you. <laughs> and, she, you know, she even posts on their thing. She's like, these stories aren't mine. Like, I'm just reposting what other people have posted. But, um, yeah. you know, you had the same reaction that I did when seeing her um, Instagram uh, pictures, which is... She's got a lot of tattoos, and the scorpion one that she has on her neck probably hurt like a motherfucker. Because <laughs> that's also the same reaction that my wife had, too, when she saw that. Oh, definitely. I mean, it's it's fucking huge, and, like, you know, part of it hits, like, her, you know, the bottom of her throat. So, I mean, I, mean, I don't it, know what it... it... <laughs> I was going to say, the tail almost goes up to her chin. Like, it's her whole, like, neck. And it goes, like, it starts at her breastplate, where, like, the body is, and then the tail, like, goes up at... Like, almost, like, up under her chin. Yeah, that shit fucking yeah. hurt. <laughs> and then they say you can't take drugs while getting tattoos. And I'm like, that's that's the kind of tattoo you probably want to be under the influence of something. <laughs> Definitely something. <laughs> at least, so at least couple, one beer. I, I got a couple tattoos where I had taken some Vicodin. And then I went and got one without Vicodin, and I, like... Because I'm like, oh, the Vicodin doesn't make that much of a difference. And then I realized, as he was doing the tattoo, and I'm like, Vicodin makes a huge fucking difference. <laughs> yes, it does. Oh, man. But, yeah, so, you know, she's, like, this, it got um, big enough that it, like, it made Reddit um, and a bunch of other um, social media type sites other than Instagram. And, you know, people, some people were like, like I knew it was bad, but I never didn't know it was that bad to... Uh, these are just women complaining about stuff that happens every day. And it's like, no, this isn't stuff that happens every day. And if you think it is, then, you know, maybe you shouldn't uh, interact with human beings. <laughs> but the sad part is it's almost getting to the point now where, you know, people were kind of making a list of breweries you shouldn't go to because they're dicks, like, you know, Founders and in, mm -hmm. in Corona, Evans Brewing, you know, and there's a couple other ones, but now it's it's almost getting easier with 8,000 breweries. Just just tell me the breweries it's okay to go to. Like, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to have to like. T I don't want to have to Google and spend hours of research to find out if this dude like like one of the breweries, um, Mike Hess Brewing. Mm -hmm. One of the guys there got to, went to jail for um, beating his pregnant girlfriend bad enough that she had to go to the hospital. And when he got arrested, they told him it's like, well, just let us know when you get out. We'll save your job for you. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Oh, man. Yes. <laughs> it's not just dudes, like, trying to hit on women. Yeah. There's some just imagine this is only one industry of many that probably has the same fucking problems. <laughs> yes. I'm sure any, any, like, restaurants are probably the same way and stuff. And, it's, and, that, and then you get, whenever women complain, they're like, well, if you can't take it, then you don't belong in the kitchen or you don't belong in the industry. And it's like, wait, if, if they want to be treated with respect and treated like human beings or if like minorities don't want to be like, you know, treated like being racist, you know? Yeah. It's weird. That I don't know, man. It's kind of like a whole thing with the jobs now where for years people, like people complain about their job and the response from like the boomers especially would be like, well, if you don't like the job and the pay, then don't work there. 
and now like fast food places and a lot of restaurants have a hard time are having a hard time getting employees because they don't pay enough to deal with the shit that you have to deal with from not just customers but from also management. Yeah. Or it's like it's your day off, and but then like the you're like a, a cook, and they, when another cook calls off, and it's like you have to come in or we're gonna fire you, and it's like well, why aren't you firing them for not coming yeah. in? Why you know, it's my day off? <laughs> yeah. Or getting yelled at by the Karens. True. Or, you know, the loving church crowd, because pretty much every brewer, every restaurant uh, server or even maitre d' or hostess or whatever, anybody that works front of house at a restaurant will tell you the worst days to work are Sundays after church. Because apparently, you know, they all agree that they're not, not only are they demanding, but then either they don't tip or they put those fake $20 bill things down that say, and you pick it up and it's just an ad like, have you found Jesus? Like, yeah, that that would be terrible. <laughs> yes. So now, shockingly, places are having to, uh, you know, like Chipotle. Chipotle is like, yeah, we're going to pay everybody $15 an hour. Because that was one of the main places that were having a hard time uh, keeping people working there. Because apparently they treat people like shit. Even though their yeah. uh, burritos are slightly better than mediocre, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> There's other places you could go. Yeah. But I mean, I do like um, their barbacoa there. That's one of the few places that have like barbacoa that's not the worst. Like their chicken yeah. and steak are pretty like hit or miss. It's either like rocks or like delicious. But the barbacoa is always on point. I think it's because it comes in like its own uh, moistening sauce. Yeah, there was a place called Hothead out in the Toledo area. Then out this way, there's a California tortilla. But I think that's a little bit more national and then uh you always have uh shoot what's the other one called there's the one that mcdonald's owns but i just can't think of the name of it mm. but it's a place similar to chipotle chipotle yeah. chipotle 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 oh man so yeah. apparently some hackers hacked into a gas pipeline even though the people that own the pipeline were warned that it was like the like people could easily hack into the system, and so they had to shut the pipeline down for a couple of days, and it basically affected the Middle Eastern states. Were you one of the states affected by this, Sean? Uh, no, because uh, in Jersey you can't pump your own gas. Well, I know, but I know I didn't. I just wasn't sure about the geography of like if it made it up to you, because I know it's like like I, Virginia. Not, yeah, I haven't seen anything. But but the result, the resulting hilarity. I saw somebody make the point on Reddit that this is why New Jersey and Oregon doesn't allow you to pump your own gas. <laughs> because people were, um, especially in Florida, which Florida was one of the states not affected by the gas shortage because they get their gas by barge, not by pipeline. Mm-hmm. But apparently this is, this is, this shows you how dangerous like Fox news can be to dumb people. Because I'm sure they heard it somewhere that like gas shortage, national gas shortage, and they're like freak because of this pipeline, and they're freaking out. Meanwhile, and then people are like, "Yeah, but we don't get gas from our shortage," and they're like, "That's fake news. Fox News said we do, so they tell the truth." <laughs> and so, like I saw one picture of a dude that had a Tesla that had some kind of like shelf on the back of his car that had four gas cans with a fire extinguisher in the middle of them. Which I'm guessing he was thinking a little bit ahead with the fire extinguisher, but why would you put them in the middle of the gas? <laughs> Maybe you thought if the, ga- if the gas catches on fire, it'll cause the fire extinguisher to explode. It'll put out the fire. <laughs> but you know, you like people were putting them in, you know, 
I saw one lady putting it in like a Walmart shopping bag, and then when it started to leak, she went in, the, in her car and grabbed a second bag, and by the time she picked up the first bag, it pretty much had ripped open. Jesus. Uh, people were putting them in like basically like the Tupperware containers that you put your Christmas decorations in. Like one lady had an 18-gallon one just sitting on the floor, filling it up, and someone's like, how is she going to pick that up? It's going to be over 100 pounds when it's full. Because people just aren't very bright. Or with the fumes and stuff. And so, but my favorite of all the visuals of people putting gas in things, well, there's mm-hmm. two. One, I saw some lady putting it into a, a, a laundry basket that had holes in it. And another one was some dude was putting it in cardboard boxes. <laughs> I thought I, my favorite one was somebody had a sign on his back and it, he had like a little like, like half, one gallon. Ga- half gallon, one gallon thing. And he's like, it's for my lawnmower, I swear. <laughs> right. But, you know, like, putting it like one gallon or a half gallon, it's, it's not like the one I saw one picture. Like the first picture I saw was this couple loading, like, looked like they had 10, like eight gallon or whatever, the jerry cans that come on the side of Jeeps. Mm-hmm. And they were like stacking them on their side in the back of their um, SUV. Not even a, like a truck, but just a standard SUV. So, and it's like those things. What if they leak? You're, now you have gas all over your car. So I saw two. I saw a couple stories. One, this lady uh, was um, being chased by the police because she uh, had stolen plates on her car. So it's like if you're gonna you know break a if you're gonna break a law, dude, only break one. Don't break two laws because you always get caught for the second one. <laughs> but, from the police and she ended up like hitting something and her car caught on fire and then she like died because when she got out of the car she was like in a movie burning she was on fire and didn't stop drop or roll mm. um another one more 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 funny um a dude was uh leaving the gas station in his hummer he just filled up eight or yeah um eight gas cans and put them in the back of his hummer and as he was driving away lit a cigarette <laughs> And I was watching this video, and it's, this guy, there's a fire um, department, and they have a YouTube channel and about different things and stuff, and he made a video. And he was like, dude, gas doesn't explode like it does in the movies, where it's like a slow little flame trickling, trickling, trickling towards the big pile of gas, and finally the big explosion. It's like, those fumes go off in a second. And sure enough, he showed a video of a car sitting in traffic, and it just exploded. Like, the, one of the tires got launched into the air. And yeah, yeah. but most of people hoarding gas were from Florida where they didn't have to, they didn't have to worry about the pipeline and like the places that were like shutting down. I saw one guy like filling up like huge, like 55 gallon drums of gas. And I saw another guy like almost seemed like he almost had like a fish tank, fish tank in the back bed of his truck. They was filling with gas. <laughs> people are so fucking dumb, dude. Down for four days. How often do you need to buy gas? I don't know, man. It's just, it's like the whole toilet paper thing. Like, if everybody just bought their normal amount of toilet paper, then we, there would have been enough toilet paper for everybody. But then you had the people that, between the people that panicked and the people that wanted to profit. Like, PlayStation came out and said that, like, they they foresee PlayStation 5 shortages until at least mid-2022. Wow. That's crazy. Just because yeah. they can't produce enough? I think it's, I think there's a shortage of the microchip, of the computer chips. I know it's affecting not only it's like affecting computers, and they say that there's going to be like a like car prices are going to go up because there's less new cars going to be on the lots because they can't make them because of all the computer chips needed. 
Yeah. So that's the problem. It's not the car shortage, and it's the it's like the CPU it's stuff. All... Yeah. So. Yeah. So Target made a decision, Sean. They decided mm-hmm. they're going to stop carrying trading cards of any kind. So no uh, baseball, no basketball, no Pokemon, no Magic no, the Gathering. No Magic the Gathering. <laughs> did you see the story? It popped up on Reddit. I did not see the story. So apparently between the you know the people that want to make money off of them so they sit there like i know they did it with other things too especially the star wars figures that when toys r us was still a thing mm-hmm. you know they knew people knew what days the shipment came in yeah and so like they would harass the employees are you going to put the star wars out yet are you gonna... and so the employees like the employees couldn't bring the boxes out on the floor and leave them there yeah. Like they because if they did, they'd come back and like the box would be like ripped open and like stuff would be taken out of it and stuff. So you have to like basically only take it out on the floor when you're ready to stock it. Mm-hmm. And same thing happening with the trading cards. So people were harassed, not only harassing the employees, but then um, there was a story where a dude um, bought. I don't know what he bought, but he bought some cards. Walking out to the parking lot, and some guy tried to. Uh, uh, threaten him to take them away, and the guy that had the cards ended up pulling a gun on the dude uh, and told him to go away. These are my cards. Wow. So, it's why we can't have... That's that's why Target's getting rid of them? Yes. Between the employee harassment and and the dude pulling a gun and a guy in a parking lot because the guy threatened to steal the dude with the gun's cards. Apparently, he didn't bring his own gun. Apparently, you don't want the cards that bad. But I had noticed, like, when I go to Target, like, their uh, their section was kind of sparse for a while anyway. So I don't – and I didn't know if it was because they were, like, just not ordering as much or if people were buying them. So I don't know if people were, like, just buying everything up, like all like all the fat – because usually you go and there's always, like, a handful of fat packs and, like, you know, every, like, time they make, like, uh, pre-constructed decks of either whether it's, like uh, – the intro decks or the commanders, there's always at least one color combination that nobody really likes, and that one sits on the shelves for a while. But none of that stuff was there, so I don't know if it's because they had already kind of st- internally started implementing the don't order any more stuff, and once we sell out, we sell out, or if it's because people were uh, just buying them all up and hoping to flip them on the Ebays. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. It just it is kind of crazy. I don't really ever see too many people in there, but to your point, people probably have some of this stuff on lockdown. I remember just trying to. I remember it was a pain in the ass just calling every once in a while about fucking trying to get that fucking exclusive Crota um, figurine, pop figurine. It was just like, dude, this is so irritating. I mean, if you thought it was irritating and a pain in the ass, imagine being the target employee that has to answer your phone call. <laughs> probably. I was nice about it, though. And I don't mean you as in, like, you personally, but I mean, yeah. you're not. I'm sure you're not the only one calling. True. Oh, man. So, they they released a trailer, I almost said Marvel, but I think it's Sony, for the, is, is it anticipated, much anticipated, semi-anticipated, um, Venom 2 movie. I don't know. I think people were happy about it. People want. I think. I think people generally enjoyed the first one, so I think it's all good. I mean, there were people. There was like, 
like anything else, like if, if if they like something, you can't completely like it, so they'll find something to make fun of. And um, that line at the end, where it's like, you'll be tumbling down the street like a piece of shit in the wind. <laughs> For some reason, people like leaned on that line to make fun of the movie, and it's like, dude, if, if that's all you got out of that whole movie to make fun of that movie is that one bad line, then it's not a bad movie. <laughs> right. I mean, the, the Venom effects were pretty good. I'm sure, you know, if you watch it again in a few years, they'll look like shit, because that's the way it all works with pretty much every effect. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. Like, Tom Hardy was like, they kind of changed the story up, and so people were upset about that, and so because they changed the story, they changed the way that um, Eddie Brock, is that the mm-hmm. name? Eddie Correct. Brock acted. And that was one of the complaints, is, well, Eddie Brock in the comics doesn't act like this. And it's like, well, they also had to change... The this isn't the Eddie Brock of the comics. This is Eddie Brock of the Venom movie because I think the, I think they made it with the assumption that they probably wouldn't get Spider Man in the movie. And yeah, I mean, and it also makes sense. Like he has like a symbiote that's like living inside him, talking to him. So of course, like he's going to talk to it. <laughs> right, well, I, they, like, I, I just don't like, think they thought about doing that in the comics. Right. Well, they said he was more weak and cowardly or whatever than in the comics. Like, the Eddie Brock in the comics was more, like, like a, a confident dick as opposed to, you know, this Eddie Brock that was a little more beaten down by life. Yeah. Well, the, I think the problem is, is, like, when you think of, like, a reporter that's, like, you know, good at breaking stories and stuff, and then you look at Eddie Brock, and he just looks like a sport jock that is also some somehow a photographer news person like i think it's honestly kind of like a stretch because like they right. make him out to be like bigger and stronger than peter um you know physically but like he doesn't have all the brains so it's kind of like one of those like i don't know like i don't mind it because it, ma- it makes sense to me so yeah, I mean, it made sense. Like within the within the realm of the story that they set and the parameters that they set for the movie Eddie Brock, nothing didn't make like it, it made sense. But if you're gonna just compare it blank straight to the comic Eddie Brock, then I guess you that that now was their complaint. It's like, well, it's different than that comics, and it's like, of course it's different. Get over it. What do you think about his way he plays the character he's supposed to be playing? Yeah. Um, but in this one. They tease it at the end of the first movie that Woody Harrelson would be playing Carnage. Mm-hmm. Oh man! And here's the thing that's gonna kind of suck. They, this, this, if if any movie besides uh, Deadpool needs a rated needs an R rating, it's a Carnage movie, right? Yep. And it's not. Nope. 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 I don't so, know. It, yeah, I think I'll be more. I'll be interested to see like what makes him so crazy as well. So in the movie, like, the voiceover that they have from Woody Harrelson, like I mean, Woody Harrelson will play the role good. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, like you need scenes like in the Suicide Squad trailer where like King Shark is just biting dudes' heads off and ripping them in half. Like that's shit Carnage would do. Yeah. But you can't because it's PG thirteen, but. And I saw somebody post a thing on Reddit where it was like, this is the real reason why they're making this movie. And they had flipped the um, the screenshot of like the, t- the title screen backwards. And so Venom read money. And it's like, well, yeah, that's why they do anything. That's, you know, I don't understand why people get mad when somebody like makes something or produces something or whatever and sells it and wants to make money. Like, 
you know, musicians and like anything like that, where there's like art, artist, artisanship behind it, movies, musicians, even like breweries, like people for whatever reason, hold it personally and get offended when you want to make money off of your product. <laughs> True. You're supposed to make beer for the love of the beer, not for the because you want money. And it's like, well, if I don't get money, I can't make the I beer. beer that I love to make. <laughs> oh man! So, it, it, I'm wondering if I, this. I don't, I'm wondering if this movie will be one of the first movies that'll be uh, affected by the partnership between Sony and Netflix. Mm. So you can actually have, if you have Netflix, you might be able to actually watch it pretty quick, as opposed to like Disney Plus, where you got to pay an extra thirty dollars. Yeah. Or you have to subscribe to HBO Max. <laughs> I don't know if I picked it up on the microphone, but when I said uh, HBO Max, I got the, the the lisp of Herb from Family Guy. <laughs> Old man. I had that little whistle. I don't know where it came from. Who knows? Oh, man. So I, I finished watching a 25-episode anime, Sean. I haven't done that in a week in for, in a long time. <laughs> In a I week? mean, it helped that it was in English, and it also helped that it wasn't. It, it was pretty good. Well, that's it's true. Good. You needed to be good to keep you hooked. Yeah, this was one of those animes that I'd always see people like recommend as being like one of their favorite like romantic comedies, mm-hmm. right? It's called Toradora, because like I get you know the way it pop the it appears on Netflix. It's like each each two set of two letters. It's its own little panel. Yeah. And so basically, there's this this. The main character is this dude that has like the scare. This like everyone's scared of because he has these like scary eyes, and it's like mm-hmm. the first day of school, and he's like walking through the halls, and he ends up running into somebody who's short, and apparently she has a reputation for being super mean too. They called her the Palm Top Tiger <laughs> because she's so tiny. And like in the opening credits, it took me too long, way too long. And I'm like, I'm talking like in the teens of episodes, way too long to figure out that the little tiny cat in the opening credits is supposed to be the Palm Top Tiger. <laughs> Um, so basically they have their little run in and like, um, he has to go to talk to the teacher after class. And then, so he goes into the, the, the teacher's lounge, talking to the teacher and he goes back to the classroom to get his bag and he picks his bag up. And all of a sudden she comes running out of this cabinet that's in there and she's like, put that down. And he's like, what are you talking about? It's my bag. And she's like, well, give it to me. And he doesn't. And so he goes, like they end up kind of fighting, but because she's tiny, he ends up like leaving with the bag. And then he's home alone because his mom works night. He's, he's raised by a single mom that that plays big into the story. Um, but he's like either in the shower or in bed or something like that. And hears a noise and he goes out and basically this girl broke into her house, his, his apartment, um, to get his bag back. And he come to find out that she, he wrote, she wrote a letter, a love letter to his best friend and put it in his bag by mistake. <laughs> and then come to, he, he's like, you know what? Like, to kind of calm her down or whatever, he, like, admits that he's in love with her best friend. So that's, like, the basic premise of the show is these two are going to help each other confess their love to the other's best friend. Yep. And, of course, like, partway through, they introduce a fifth character that's, like, a model and whatever. Um, the shitster. The shitster. Pretty much, yes. Um, mm-hmm. It's actually pretty funny. There's a lot of high school drama. You know, a lot of the stuff that could be fixed if people would just, you know, say how they feel as opposed to beat around the bush or get all like, you know, because there's, you know, there's all the cliche moments where the dude, you know, the girl the dude likes comes in and 
everyone's like, oh, good morning. And he's like, uh, go, I got to go buy some juice. And he, like, runs off. <laughs> um, it does have, like, kind of a twist ending. And, like, um, I think my wife watched, like, part of, like, episode, a couple episodes here and there. But then she caught the last episode. And I kind of mm. filled her in on all the drama that happened and stuff. And so um, they kind of went a direction that um, – I was going to be impressed by, but then they kind of changed it last minute, but it doesn't take away from the show. Like it's on Netflix. It's in English, 25 episodes, a solid watch. Yeah. Yeah, It's on a VRV. It's a good watch. Have you seen it? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I wasn't sure. Yeah. I think we talked about it before, but no, it's a, it is, it is pretty, it is a pretty funny um, anime and you kind of know where it's going. Like after a while, you kind of just go. You just it's as everything doesn't pan out. You just kind of see like there's only one ending you could really get to, but it's um, it's very enjoyable. And I actually really hope the main character would would have ended up with the girl that he liked, because yeah. at some point she does confess that she likes him, and I liked her. She was like my favorite character in the show. She was just silly and goofy in a mm-hmm. fun way, though. No, she was absolutely. Oh man, but. So, I guess I and I totally forgot that you had watched it. I guess it was a long time ago. <laughs> it's been a bit. I I mean I can't remember when I watched it. I feel like it was probably almost a summer last summer or something, maybe right, in the fall. But, but you made up for it by watching a show that I finished. Yeah, um, I I finally wanted watched the last few episodes of the twenty twenty. 2021 anime of the year Jujutsu Kaisen I'm still even after finishing the anime I still believe it's overrated it is not as is not that great and I don't know if there I think there could have probably been other animes that won anime of the year because I just don't feel like this had everything everything you could have ever wanted see I mean from what I watched for me I think it deserved to win because all four of its credits, like songs, were good. Um, they introduced a lot of characters, but they didn't just like they kind of all felt like the character. All the characters had some kind of depth to them. They all kind of had a story and, and like relationship, like interacted with each other in a meaningful way. Mm-hmm. Um, the fight scenes were well made and well done. Um, I don't know. It just the only thing that I, I guess maybe would take away from it is. Um, outside of a couple episodes, you just felt like all the like characters had like hero armor. I just felt like a lot of the characters were just kind of meh, like like they had their powers and stuff, but they were just kind of like just overall. I felt like meh, like this had like weird reasons, and it, I don't know. It just it just never felt like I loved any of the characters even the main character i'm just kind of like eh whatever like my favorite characters um the guy with the white hair the uh the, the teacher yeah, yeah he's so fucking yeah he's so fucking ridiculous like he's the only one that that like really that only character i really like in it i think you to your point i think the theme songs and the action scenes were definitely pretty solid um it is a more gruesome animes and a more adult rated anime so that part is i like that about it because like because i don't think like the premise of it and everything is bad i just 
I think it's just the characters irk me, and I that's why I make it makes it hard to really want to like it because I don't care about any of them. Like if most of them died off, I'd just be like, eh, I'm sure we could replace it with something better. Right. Well, like. Like the one character like that I kind of didn't like, but then as the show went on, I liked her more. Is the of the th- main three, like where there's the the mm-hmm. and it's the main character and the two like his two classmates. Yeah. But the girl with the ha- like like with the hammer basically. Yeah. Like once you kind of got to know her and stuff, and you realize like I I don't know I liked her more, and even like his, his the other classmate. Yeah. Like once you kind of realize like like the. The the whole episode where you found out about his sister and how she was cursed, mm-hmm. and that's kind of why he was fighting the curses. So, and then they have the the two sisters that are on like the opposite schools, but like the one was like in the class older, the older mm-hmm. class with the panda. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. She's pretty cool. Like I don't I don't hate her. I think she's a good side character. She has like a good story. Right. I mean, I'm not saying all the stories were great, but in a lot of animes like that. They just kind of have a character that are there for, and they never really necessarily explain, give any reason. And I think even the fact that they gave you a reason, whether you like the reason or not, is still better than a lot of animes do. Yeah, that's fair. I think I'm just stuck like the main three, and even and I just I'm not very big fans of, and most of the year two are just kind of what are just kind of whatever. I'm kind of waiting to see how. I'm trying not to. I'm trying to think of how to say this without spoiling it. But well, one person on the like, yeah, I want. I'm wondering how the villain is connected to the team. That's the part that I'm kind of wait that I thought we would see, especially with this being a 24 episode anime. I thought we would see that, and we did it. And that's still the mystery that uh, we have to wait to see. Like how how is everything tied together? Because everything is. Everything is, but it's we're just not there yet. Right. This is definitely an anime where they need a second season, and mm-hmm. and I think because they did leave, they they um, it's almost like Lost or one of those shows where they talk about it's like I have so many questions. I'm gonna watch the next episode, and it's like all right, they answered one of my questions, but they they asked like ten more. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think that's why I also think it won. Is it, it had a little more depth to the story than the standard. We're gonna solve everything at the end, by the end of the episode. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I mean, I guess I can see if you don't like the characters, it's kind of like, you know, me going from defending The Walking Dead because the characters were this and the show was that, and then realizing that I just wanted them all to get bitten by zombies and die and never watch the show again. <laughs> like, I think I made it to the end of like, like it was when we were in uh, Seattle for um, Emerald City Comic Con. And it was like, you weren't watching the show. Um, Peter was watching the show, and your girlfriend at the time was watching the show. But none of them had like they had they were like they were behind on episodes. They had them like DVR, but were behind. Mm-hmm. And that was like that Sunday at the end of the con was like the season finale. And I was like, well, fuck. I was gonna I was hoping we could watch it, and they're like, yeah, we're not gonna watch it. And I'm like, well, all right. Well, I guess I'll find it later. And I never found it later. And that was like when I stopped watching the show. <laughs> The death. Oh man! So I watched another anime on um, Funimation. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched it because another podcast I listened to, um, like they have a bunch of sh- a, a different. It's like a podcast network called the Grand Geek Gathering. And so they have a d- bunch of different shows. They have like movie a movie show. They have one where they um, rank 
things they do like the top like their top five things and their bottom three things and then they have another episode one where they're um it's called burn after pitching where they'll kind of like come up with a concept either make like a new movie or tv show based around this concept um and then they have another one where um like they have like an ad they do it at conventions panels it's like a an ad lib type thing but then they have one that's an anime review show. And so they're talking about the show called Wonder Egg Priority. Mm-hmm. And so basically, like, the first episode, like, I, it's just weird. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, all these things happen in the first episode, but, like, kind of quick. And it's like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to keep watching and hope it gets explained. And it pretty much does. And so basically, there's this girl. She gets bullied because she has heterochromia where her two eyes her eyes are mismatched and so a new girl shows up to the school and they become friends and stuff and the girl also kind of gets bullied for different reasons and her friend ends up jumping off the roof of the school jesus and so this thing like she like they show her like she's like out of school because like she's just sad she's got the sad Mm-hmm. And she's kind of, like, walking down the street, and she sees, like, a dead bug in the street. And she's, like, standing in the middle of the street, and there's, like, cars, like, honking their horns at her. And she picks up the bug and carries it over to a planter and, like, buries it. And then mm-hmm. the next thing you know, the bug is, like, like the ghost of the bug is talking to her. And, like, she ends up with this egg. And, like, the first one's free. And so she's taking the egg, and she's being really careful with it. And she's, like, in a bathroom. And all of a sudden, like, like well, she starts seeing all these things. And, like, so in the... She's in this. At one point, she's in a bathroom, and like the toilet paper starts like unrolling itself, and it turns into a face and starts talking to her, telling her to break the egg. And so she breaks the egg, and this girl comes out, and she's being chased by these things called the see no evils, mm-hmm. and she ends up having to like fend them off, and then basically protect this girl, and then fight a boss, that someone that like was harassing this girl, that basically, um, so this, and so she kills the thing, and then the girl like disappears. And you come to find out that um, she's like, then they show their, she's in front of a statue of her friend, and it's like it's it's warm, and it's like yeah, if you save more, you can save your friend, and it's like the first one's free, the rest will cut, you know, you got to bring money, and so she ends up befriending three other girls, and they're all kind of doing the same thing, and all the people they're saving were like harassed, and it's like there's some deep shit for like being like a kind of cutesy kidsy anime, mm-hmm. um, like one of the girls was being her like had an overbearing uh gymnastics coach and another girl like a guy was like basically like molesting her and they all killed themselves and there's these two dudes they're like dummies but then you come to find out they're a human and they at some point tell their story near the end um my only complaint is that it's a 12 episode anime and the eighth episode is literally just a recap episode Mm. you know I don't know. I mean, if it was a 25 or 24 episode, that would kind of make sense. Like, like, did you, like other shows do it like halfway through. Like, maybe they take a break or something, and they come back, and it's like, hey, we've been gone for a couple weeks. Here's what you missed. Yeah, dude, that's here's, that here's, shit's here's, super annoying. But when it's a 12 episode anime, and it's like, oh, by the way, here's a recap. It's like they didn't work. have enough to make 12 episodes, so it's right. like, let's just do a recap. But the shit that they do on the show is really good. And it's pretty, like I said, it's fucked up, some of the stuff that, like, the girls are going through in real life. And you can't tell what's real, what's a dream, if, it, if it's, if it's a, you know, it's just really trippy. It's really mm-hmm. good. Wonder Egg Priority. Foonimation. Okay. 
Oh man, so I don't know why, man, but it seems like all the music, all the bands from like I'm not gonna say like maybe like my child, basically my childhood are coming out with new albums. (laughs) One of them, The Offspring. Mm -hmm. Um, Let the bad times roll. Um, man, it's it's a good album. Um, it's just you can definitely tell they're getting older. Like, it doesn't have the edge. Kind of like how people get mad that, like, uh, Maynard James Keenan doesn't scream as much as as he used to. And it's like, I don't think he physically can anymore. I think his voice is kind of gone. Yeah. Um. So this is, it's got 12 songs. And um, one of the songs is there, they put on there is a re uh, remaster or a redo of the their popular hit, Gone Away. Um, that was definitely one of those songs that K-Rock played on the radio all the time at the high yeah, school. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, but this one's a little more stripped down. It's not acoustic, but it definitely doesn't have, like, as much, like... Like, the original one had, like, anger behind it. This one is more just, like... It sounds, like, uh, more mellow. Um, it's 12 albums, 34 minutes long. The songs... There's, like, one one-minute song. The rest of them are about two and a half to three minutes long. A couple of them over three, but it's if you if you're a fan of the Offspring, um, this is definitely you know if you especially if you have a streaming service and you're a fan of the Offspring, just throw it in there and check it out because unlike unlike me like where I'm like still old man and buy albums, <laughs> um, and then the other one is uh the Dropkick Murphys called a turn up that dial um i mean it's it's full of dropkick murphys you got the you know boston is the best bagpipes um they do have one song it's funny like reading the reviews it's kind of like when people complain that rage against the machine was political <laughs> you know, that song basically kind of talking about you know look you know, people in America say that uh, we'll do anything for the country, but then we get told, like, put on, basically, like, we're, we have to put on a mask, and now we're, like, crying about it, and the rest of the world is making fun of us. Just shut the fuck up and put on a mask and, like, do what you have to do. And so, of course, there's reviews. It's like, this is supposed to be the band of the people. Now they're getting all political, and, you know, they're not my Dropkick Murphys anymore. Not my band. Not my band. Oh, man, but, again, just some solid, fun... Dropkick Murphy's music. Okay. Um, Are they shipping up to Boston? Um, you know what? It's funny that that's like the song that everyone like knows them for, and it's not their best song. No, it's not. I mean, it's it's for me. It's like my it's one of my favorite, but it's also like one of my least favorite songs at the same time. Because <laughs> I really do like the bagpipes and the music in the song. Like, if it was an instrumental, it would be amazing. But the fact that they just keep repeating the same lyrics over and over again. Like, it would have been better if it was, like, a three-minute, like, a two-minute instrumental. And then, like, they just did the lyrics once, like, near the end. Or, you know. Yeah, and then no, I get song, you. Like, the last, like, 30 seconds of the song was the lyrics. And two, the first minute and a half was just instrumentals of the bagpipes. Because it's, it's a good bagpipe song. And as someone... I don't know if I ever told you this. But I had... Um, I had a bagpipe player play the wedding march and walk down the aisle from at my wedding. I did not. I 
think you did tell me about that, but it's it, it you only bring it up every once in a while. But yeah, so I mean, I'm I've been a huge fan of the bagpipes pretty much most of my life. When I was in the Boy Scouts, and ironically enough, um, when I got when I asked for someone for like I knew someone that like had connections for bagpipe players, and I asked him for a phone number. The number he gave me was my old scoutmaster. <laughs> nice. Because he plays like with the group, and so then he said he couldn't do it, but he recommended somebody. Um, and uh, the only complaint I got about it was from the girls because he, she's like, maybe you could have had him kind of stand like where we got married. There was like a door off to the side that had a, like stairs with a le- landing on the top. Mm-hmm. Like maybe he could have stood there because he he came up and first. And he stood behind the girls. And then when he started to play for everyone to leave, all the girls fucking jumped. <laughs> oh, man. But it was that was pretty funny. And then uh, someone who we both enjoy, who released, they don't release albums, but they do release like EPs or a couple songs here and there. They released another song, Moe Shop. Moe, Moe, Moe. Did you listen to the song? I I was listening to it. It's uh, it's interesting to say the least. So, that's all. Yeah, this is Wonder Pop six minute song. Like he's not quite like the lo-fi like that got that's not kind of popular in the last couple years. He's a little because it's his music, but it's definitely like anime EDM, right? That be yeah. I, I forgot my Bluetooth was set up to my phone, so I had to, like, do some quick editing. <laughs> nice and smooth. Very enjoyable. Yeah, just solid background noise. He's got some songs with lyrics and stuff. Some, like, he's got guest vocalists, guest rappers. Um, he's on Bandcamp. So when it's a Bandcamp Friday and you're looking for somebody to support to give them all the Bandcamp money instead of giving some Bandcamp mm-hmm. their cut, Moe Shop is probably someone you could support. Yeah. Oh, man. So Definitely. Yeah, I bought another album this week that I'll review for next week. Oh, but man. But local band, Who Do Voodoo We Do. Who Do you. Voodoo We Do. Fuck you. You, you, you're <sighs> you just decided to do it. But yes, they release an album this weekend called um or is it living the apocalypse nice so fantastic you'll hear it's my gonna be a, yeah it's gonna be a great episode next week we got we're gonna we got destiny new season we got the new rate new well no i don't say new raid but vault of glass is coming back uh the remix. following weekend yep so remix, remix. time <laughs> so uh Looks like we're going to have a uh, fun-filled episode next week as well. So make sure you follow us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Amazon Podcasts, Untapped, Facebook, Instagram, all of those magical places. Wait, real quick. You said that we'll have a fun-filled episode next week as well, implying that this week was a fun-filled episode. It's always a fun-filled episode if, you're, if, you have no, if you have no standards. I mean, if you've made it this far, I don't know. <laughs> either either you're enjoying yourself or it's Stockholm Syndrome. Or both. <laughs> Why not both? Why not both? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. Until next time, we'll see you. Bye.